0: Welcome back to the program. John Tory, the mayor of Toronto, wants it to be mandatory that you wear a mask if you're in a common area or an elevator in a condo downtown. It seems to be absolutely makes sense. And you think to yourself, well, why didn't we do this before? Why didn't why didn't we get to that before? Well, And the reality is, is that the understanding of masks have changed. Here at Global News, for example, just this week, there is a new policy that says if you're... Going from your one workspace to another, you go to the washroom, you go, you're, you're walking into the building, wherever you are, you're up and down the stairs, put on a mask. So all of a sudden, you have a situation where, you know, I've been working here uh, at our Don Mills studio since the pandemic hit. I never worked from home. I'm one of the few that have continued to come in here to the TV studio where I also do the radio show as well. And, you know, there were no, I didn't wear a mask. We just kept ourselves, you know physically distanced from each other and a lot of deep cleaning. And now I'm doing the same thing, no different, no change, but yet we wear masks. And you could say, well, now what? that doesn't make, well, you put your hands on your hips and get all upset. But the reality is, is our understanding is continuing to evolve about masks. And if this is going to help, And I'll tell you, if this is the thing that helps keep kids or gets kids back to school five days a week in September, I don't care what it takes. You want me to wrap myself in saran wrap? I am going to do it because the kids need to get back to school. One of the other things that has come into effect as of today, masks are now mandatory, on board all GO Transit vehicles, including the Up Express, and I'm pleased to welcome to the program Anne Marie Aikens, who is a spokesperson for Metro Links. Always love having you on the program. Hi, Anne Marie. Hi, Ellen. It's
1: uh, good to talk to you. It's been a while.
0: It it has been it has been a while, and some people might say maybe it's been too long before you guys actually put this mandatory mask thing in place. I mean, the TTC had already done it. Why the wait?
1: Well, I think you you said it right, uh, Alan, in, in uh, that this has been an evolution of our understanding of masks. And uh, the reality is when we, the COVID first hit, the lockdown happened, uh, we, 90% of our customers, that's a lot of people, stayed home. So we went from over 300,000 a day to 30,000 a day. You had plenty of room to keep your distance from each other. But now we're moving into uh, Stage 3 in many of the regions that we cover. Um, Not Toronto yet, but uh, many of the regions that uh, GO and UP Express go through uh, are now already in Stage 3. And what we're seeing, which is very good news, is people are coming back to transit. Ridership is creeping up, and it's now up at some points during the day over 50%. So it's going to be harder for you to uh, keep a a physical distance between you and the other customers. So masks seem to be the right uh, time for us to become mandatory.
0: We have seen in grocery stores and other incidents that have gone viral, I'm sure you're aware of pretty much all of them, of, you know, people getting very angry and agitated about being asked to wear a mask or being told that, no, you can't come on here unless you have a mask. Mm-hmm. Is that a concern in terms of a security issue for Metrolinx?
1: Well, you know, we, we prefer education over enforcement, but we do know this is a, an extremely emotional time and an anxious time for people. And uh, there are people that uh, really, really want everyone to wear masks, us included, but there are people that can't or won't wear a mask, and we don't want any uh, fights happening. We already did see some instances where people got angry with each other, and we are asking people to be patient with each other and understanding there are people that can't wear uh, uh, face coverings for a variety of reasons, but... um, so that isn't the way to go. You can't, uh, uh, I think, uh, this isn't a situation where ticketing or throwing people off transit or getting into fights is the, the right right course of action. It's We really need to educate people because there is still, surprisingly, even after four months, lots of misinformation out there.
0: In terms of... And, uh part of your policy pretty much everyone's policy is this that you know masks are not required for those that have a medical reason not to wear them and then we've seen recently you know these fake medical excuses or fake medical cards that people can hand out i'm just wondering like you know if if a security guard of you know or sort, pardon me uh uh, transit officer, I'm not sure exactly what you call what the nomenclature is. What you call them comes upon somebody who is not wearing a mask. Do they have to have some kind of proof to say, well, this here is something that shows me that I don't have or I can't wear it?
1: Uh, no, it, those cards are not uh, actually necessary and aren't required under under the law. Um, you're, you're not allowed to ask people what their health conditions are or so forth. Um, so, so that isn't even required. So what happens, what we do is, and today we saw uh, 90% of people. I was at Union Station all morning, and most people had masks on. So that was really good to see. And uh, they already were, were adopting the, the habit, but, um, but uh, it was really good to see that many today. But it, when we came upon someone, we would ask them to, 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 if they were aware that it was mandatory. And sometimes people say, no, I had no idea. Where can I get one, and that sort of thing. So, um, but other people might say, give you two other words to say to you about how they feel about masks. So, (laughs) so we we educate, and uh, and then you move on. You don't, um, you're not going to win every every battle, frankly. If I have been wearing a mask for for months, uh, because I did go into our emergency operations center at first, and uh, we wore masks, and and uh, I would prefer to sit near people with masks rather than without masks. So I choose to move um, and I don't, uh, you know, it isn't worth you know, the, the anxiety provoking that it is um, confronting other people about it. You know, people have their reasons and, and I've got my reasons.
0: Uh, you're out in the world more than I am. Uh, have you noticed a gender breakdown just, you know, anecdotally between, you know, men and women wearing masks? And there's, there's some evidence that men are less likely to wear a mask.
1: I I didn't notice that today. Uh, I did did not notice that today. It seemed to be um, young, old. uh, uh, Everyone seemed to be adopting it. And uh, even people that, you know, you physically think they're a really imposing dude coming at me with this long, sweeping hair and uh, uh, a, a tank top on. And he had his mask on correctly as well. So it, uh, um, you know, it, it, people seem to be, I think people really are getting, they want this uh, pandemic under control. They want to be able to go on with their lives freely. Uh, it's wearing thin on all of us. And uh, and, uh, and I think they're trying to be uh, adapt and be sensitive to one another and, uh, and get on with their lives. I saw a group of there was eight, eight women, uh, probably all over the age of 65. They were going all masked, going for getting on a train, going to Oakville to take a walk on their waterfront there because we have lots of good waterfronts all along the Lakeshore line. and that's how they were adapting to it and uh, keeping themselves safe at the same
0: time. Speaking with Anne-Marie Aikens, who's a spokesperson and communications expert for MetroLink, And because you're a communications expert, let me ask you this. In our last segment, I really went through the numbers showing that uh, COVID is jumping up amongst uh, younger people. We saw the numbers from the province today, 203 new cases and a big proportion, big uh, number of those, 40 and under. From a communications point of view, How do you think we reach younger people about the danger of COVID-19 in a way that we're obviously not doing right now?
1: Well, I think they know of the dangers, but they don't take it in personally. And so I think one of the ways we reach them is that my wearing a mask is going to stop me from getting COVID. It's going to stop me from giving it to anybody else if I am walking around and not realizing I have it. And so I may not give it to somebody that's uh, um, much more vulnerable in their health status than I am. And, uh, and that's what we're in this for, is to, to the real reason why we're wearing it, uh, is to protect those around us. And that you may be young and, um, and strong and healthy and think I could get over that no problem, and I need to get on with my life. Well, the mask will help you get on with your life. It's uh, a very small price uh, to pay. And that's why I think it's even more important now, as we're expanding, uh, you know, starting to go into stage three throughout the, the GTHA, it's even more important that we add that to all of the other things that we're doing to protect ourselves, because it's not just about math.
0: All right. And now, if you can just get America. that message into a TikTok, I think we're in business. <laughs> Anne-Marie <laughs> that's Akins that's right. is a uh, spokesperson for Metrolinx. Always great talking to you, Anne-Marie. Appreciate it.
1: Nice talking to you, Alan.